Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're joining us for the first time. And I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the Intel Edge you need to succeed. That's what the Ashton team offers you. Trust the real estate team that your favorite teams trust. Go to GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports, download it today and get in on all the action. Basketball moving quickly. Only so much time remaining to bet on college basketball. You can do so at Superbook.com. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident and to find out about all their great membership options as you try to get into shape, to get your fitness journey started, to get in better shape, or just, just accomplish your next fitness goal. Do so at TrueMathFitness.com. So, uh, looking at the uh, looking at a couple of things here, Robert. It doesn't look like the YouTube uh, situation is working at this point. So maybe the YouTube uh, audience will join us a little later on. But in the meantime, we have uh, some discussions to have around Rand Carthon having met with the media. Really, Jim, just Jim Wyatt. It seems like is out there in Phoenix uh, for the first time for owners' meetings and for the first time since signing the free agent class. For the first time since the combine which of course was at the end of February into the beginning of this month of March. So with all the Titans transactions that need to be made and the Titans transactions that have come to pass already, the question becomes, okay, what is the general manager? What's the explanation from the general manager about his strategy? What do we know about Rand Carthon? How does he see these players? We haven't heard from him at this point about it. And so Jimmy, I guess, caught up with him in the hotel lobby at some point. Um, of wherever it is that the NFL owners meetings are taking place in Phoenix this year and was asking Rand about a couple of different things. You're going to hear the clip about Andre Dillard and specifically about the Titans approach to free agency writ large here in just a second, right after I uh, remind you that your two rivers Ford take is presented by two rivers Ford, go to two rivers Ford for 2023 model year Fords Two rivers Ford always will go above and beyond. There's the YouTube audience. Two Rivers Ford will always go above and beyond to make sure that you have the best possible car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So looking at uh, this situation and the moves that have been made, we've talked about them you know, at great length over the course of the last, been about a week and a half, two weeks at this stage and and kind of what it tells us about the Titans approach to free agency. Now, I think obviously there's still a lot of work yet to be done. So you can't make any sweeping indictments or assessments about what it is that this roster is going to be because the roster is still very, very much incomplete at this point. So what I would ask you, I guess, just as a, uh, just as a larger, you know, thousand foot view question what do you know about Rand Carthon after two months as the Titans general manager? You may not know anything. I so just I'm generally curious about how you guys are receiving your uh, GM and the moves that he's made at this point. I don't know if you guys have seen these uh, these quotes just yet, but we're gonna ha- we're gonna play them for you, courtesy of Jimmy Wyatt. What do you know about Rand Carthon after two months on the job as Titans GM? Um, looking at a lot of different moves that were made again: two off-ball linebackers, two offensive linemen. Uh, a corner in Sean Murphy bunting and um, no wide receivers at this point. No pass catchers really to speak of. You've got Luke Gifford, Aziz Alshair, 
Uh, and then Arden Key is the name that I was searching for in my head. I was trying to stall until I remembered it. A pass rusher to go along with the two off-ball linebackers. So those are the moves that have been made thus far. What does it tell us about Rand Carthon? Um, he keeps trying to trade Henry away, says Big Dog. I think you guys are being dramatic about the Derrick Henry thing. If it makes you feel any better, the market's never been worse for Derrick Henry because now you couldn't get anybody to take him, even if you tried, uh, unless it was going to be for a very, very low-round draft pick. I think that Derrick Henry's – I think the worst possible thing that could have happened to the Titans is how badly Derrick Henry's market got diminished. Now, they can still, they can still move on from Kevin Byard, um, and maybe they're able to do it via trade, although I don't think the market for Kevin Byard has ever been worse at this point. Now, I'm not, I'm not advocating for either of these trades one way or the other rightly right wrong or indifferent I don't you know doesn't make any difference to me uh what they end up doing I do think it is in their best business interest to try and move Derek sooner rather than later while he's got value but things like the Austin Eckler you know availability kneecap Derek's value um I think that uh I think that with uh with Byard you know it would be tough to trade Kevin Byard at this stage too just because you know people have already made their signings people have already uh, people have already spent their money largely. So to ask somebody to take on that kind of a cap hit with KB would be uh, a big, a big, it would not leverage out in the way that somebody like Kevin Byard would be worth trading. Um, if you were to outright, uh, if you were to have to move on from him, if you were going to try to move on from him, and it seems like they're trying to figure out a situation where they either get him to take a pay cut and try and continue to negotiate that or just flat release him, which would be, Really, really tough. Daddy Hot Drop says Zeke can't even find a home. It seems like he might sign with the Bengals, but that's that momentum has really, really slowed down. A to Z Sports Prime Time, before we let you hear from Rand Carthon, is presented by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. You will always have the best odds, boost, and promo bets in the Superbook app. Superbook.com is where you go for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So what do, you know, what do we know about Rand Carthon at this point? Um, he came into a mess. I think this is the best answer that I've seen so far. He came into a mess. It's going to take several years to fix. So I, I agree with half of that assessment. He did come on into a mess, right? It is financially a mess. It is... Uh, Draft capital wise, a bit of a mess. Um, not a ton of like, not just not a ton of picks to kind of take swings on players to reaccumulate bodies because you just need healthy bodies on the roster at this point, and obviously better talent. Um, but I don't think it takes several years to fix in today's NFL. In fact, like there can't be. And this is Robert. This is a good idea for us to do on the radio show at some point this week. I guess the idea of like how long it actually takes an NFL team to get off the ground. Right, because the Jags it took a season. The Jags it took competent coaching. The ja Jags made you know moves to spend a little more in free agency to kind of push them over over a bit of a hump, and they did so well. They won a playoff game this year. They went from two wins and the worst team in football to a pl playoff team. So I don't think that several years to fix. I don't think you should let people off the hook that way in today's NFL. Now I'll come, you know. If we're going to do this on radio, and we'll probably do this on radio at some point this week, I'll come with a couple of different examples of um, championship contenders, the Bucks, the, uh, I mean, we'll throw the Jaguars in there as a more reachable example, right? The Rams and what they've done and kind of some comparisons around different franchises and the moves that they've taken 
and made to be more competitive sooner rather than later. I just think, I think you kind of, I think you kind of let these executives off the hook. Um, when you say, yeah, it's, you know, several years, a, a rebuild, you know, years, plural, I don't necessarily agree with. I think that you can do a lot of work in two off seasons, right? I think you can get most teams turned around in about two off seasons. Now you have to be good at your job and we don't know necessarily, um, how that's, how that's going to go, uh, with Rand Carthon. I have no idea. He could good, bad or indifferent. Um, you know, things are smooth right now, but it's two, been two months on the job. So I think in listening to him to talk about specifically Andre Dillard, they're signing at left tackle, which is a very important position for this franchise, and also about kind of their approach to this year's free agency. Um, you know, maybe you learn a little more since he's actually made some signings and acquired some players at this point. Oh, with Andre, um, Andre is, I guess for lack of a better way to put it, is untapped potential. Um, this was a guy, a former first-round pick, really athletic, um, and he just continues to get better. He just needed an opportunity. And I think the old, the overall arching view of the guys that we all brought in, all, every guy has starter-level ability. They just haven't had the opportunity to be full-time starter. And kind of think about it, it's kind of how Vrabe's uh, career, you know, started. You know, he was a third-round pick in Pittsburgh, never started in Pittsburgh. Then I got his opportunity in New England, and obviously the rest is the rest and how he became, you know, the great player that he became. And so each of these guys have log starts here and there. Um, but they've never been full-time starters and they're guys we believe in that can become starters in our league. So you hear him, you know, the, the amount of references that Rand Carthon makes to Mike Vrabel, just generally in his commentary, unprovoked, right? Now, you know, that's who he's working closest with, right? Mike. So, and Mike did have a successful NFL career, but it did take him couple years to get there special teams player in Pittsburgh primarily and then got his opportunity in New England and won three Super Bowls as a result now there's a lot of different things that come into play there but I do think it's interesting how often Rand Carthon makes comparisons or references Mike Vrabel in some form or fashion now maybe that's the kind of collaboration that Miss uh, Miss Amy Adams Strunk is looking for they're just going to keep talking about one another on a regular basis although it does seem to happen more with Rand um I think the uh I think that uh, David Fletcher says, did you see reports say Carthon has Simmons on block? I don't know what on block means. Is that on the trading block? Is that on the chopping block? Is that on what, what is the block? And no, nobody credible is reporting that. So I haven't seen anything like that. Um, not to, you know, outright dismiss it, David, but unless you, uh, when, when you come in here and say, did you see reports say something inflammatory that nobody else is talking about and clearly would have been brought up. And I'm not, I'm not mad at you, David. I'm just saying like, clearly nobody has mentioned Jeff Simmons being on the trading block uh, today. I haven't seen any credible reporting about it. So I would ask you to cite your sources opposed to just tossing in there. Did you see reports say, no, what reports tell me specifically get put a link in there for God's sakes. You know what I'm saying? Like rather than just pulling your hair out needlessly over something that's probably not real. Um, so let's, uh, let's continue the discussion here on A to Z sports primetime. What do we know about Rand Carthon? Well, I think that they are definitely committed to winning with value players and they're going to try and maximize some guys who they think can do well with bigger opportunities. Now, you know, I had her, I, speaking of owners meetings, I heard a similar line from Mike Vrabel about somebody like Jamarco Jones at owners meetings last year. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to have Tremendous success right out the gate. Now, Jamarco Jones obviously had a, a lot of injuries here in Tennessee and did not ultimately materialize in uh, in ways that were uh, 
credible or even remotely helpful. He wasn't available to play in a single game this year. Um, but I think that uh, I think that um, with the kind of opportunity costs that they have to work with, these were the correct decisions to be made. Now, we'll talk about the, the lack of pass catchers because they don't have anything. Um, they don't have anything that they've added at this point other than to retain NWI on a one-year deal. Um, NFL no- Notifications is reporting that, Buck. What, I almost said a bad word. What, what is NFL Notifications? What is? Am I going to have to look this up in real time? <laughs> I just, I think, and again, I, I don't, I, I think if, uh, I think if we are going to start citing, um, okay, it's got a check mark. It's got 4,000 followers. It's a check mark that's bought because they're subscribed to Twitter Blue. Um, okay, this is like the schedule release. Like I'm looking, <laughs> like this is terrible streaming content, me just scrolling through this. Uh, and it's not even a report, it says rumor. Guys, like, I don't know, I don't know how to, I mean, listen, it's, it's a PSA. We'll do it as much as we need to do it, but like, let's just take a little time to vet the things that you're, you know, that you're getting some of this information from. I know that it's a big wide world out there in the internet and that a lot of stuff is flying around all the time, but again, credibility does matter in these situations. And rather than bogging, bogging things like the primetime show down with fake reports and then me having to go up and look at You remember that schedule leak? account that was just leaking uh schedule uh, schedule dates for games and all these different things and people were you know people had their damn like charts and they're they're trying to graph out everything they're trying to figure it out connect the dots Ooh, nfl schedule leaks said this Ooh, nfl schedule leaks said that nfl schedule leaks blah 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 and then the nfl schedule leaks account came out after the fact and said ha ha mother bleepers i got you i just been making shit up <laughs> made you look straight up that was a thing and I remember people, you know, bitching at us. I, I mean, like me and Robert and Lucas, because we weren't talking about it on the radio, we're talking about it on the primetime show. And then sure enough, it's just some dude who's out here trolling because the internet is, again, a big confusing place and it's easy to get got out there. I'm not mad at people for, you know, asking about these things, but I do, I do you know, it literally takes two. Do you see how long it took me to suss out that that was not credible? Like it literally took me clicking on the account checking to see if they'd paid for their check mark, which by the way, that's okay sometimes. And then going through their situation and seeing rumor. Fuck it. Excuse my language, but like a rumor, come on, let's, let's not get crazy. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, uh, Danny Sutherland says for $10, I don't know if Danny is trying to pay me $10 again. Where does this, where does this money go? I'm fascinated to know where this money goes. Let's get back on track with Rand's background buck. What do the analytics say about these players? So uh, relative uh, athletic scores, um, the RAS system, they, these players do grade out well, especially the defensive guys. Now, offensive linemen, Dillard is a, is a higher level athletic pro- prospect. Brunskill is not that, but he is a versatile player um, in ways that require versatility, right? It doesn't necessarily, his athleticism doesn't have to be off the charts for him to be competent enough to play guard, tackle, and center, all of which he has done. Throughout the course of his career, uh, Eric Alonzo says, Buck, my kids are watching, bro. Well, how am I going to know that, Eric? Like, <laughs> you know, like I uh, I think it's uh, it's prime time. It's on after I, I you know, I, I tell your kids it's a bad word not to say it. Like, I, I can't raise your kids for you, Eric. That's <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
respectfully to everybody's children. I don't have any children, so I don't know what it takes to raise children. So I'm not I'm going to talk to you like adults. I'm not going to talk to you like children because, you know, I'm not I'm operating in the assumption children are not here. Uh, but again, maybe, you know, tell them it's a bad word. Don't say it and not make it my responsibility to have to tell your children or talk differently because your children are around. I can't help you there. Um, OK, let's uh, let's keep it moving. So athletically, these players do test out as uh, as higher upside players. Um, than they've previously shown or that their opportunities have necessarily lent themselves to. Now, I don't know um, how that's going to translate. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know that it's not going to work. I'm just curious to see what happens and you understand kind of the process that they've gone through. So, uh, <laughs> Savior says, who Buck thinks he is? I think I'm somebody without children, so don't make me responsible for your children. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying at this point. Um, let's... Uh, Let's keep it moving on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Um, so, scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you that the Titans haven't signed a pass catcher? Not just a wide receiver, not just a tight end, not just a uh, a third down running back. Um, because Dontrell Hilliard was on a one-year deal, and I haven't seen anything about them retaining him. Although, I wouldn't necessarily hate it for the right price. Um, but this is a talented running back draft class and talented tight end draft class receiver less so, but there are functional players scale of one to 10. How concerned are you that the Titans have not signed a pass catcher, any player from any of those three positions that would be regarded as an asset in your passing game? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, we will discuss at length together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by true Map fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMapFitness.com. Check out their workouts. You can even try them out yourself. Take it for a test drive. Your first workout is free at TrueMap Fitness in the Gulch. Nobody puts together better plans. The workouts are never recycled or repeated. If the group uh, workouts are not for you, I personally enjoy the classes, but uh, you may not. And that's okay. You can go and get personal training. You can just go work out on your own time because they've got an open gym. All options available to you. As a part of their great membership programs, a new way to work out, a better way to work out for you to achieve your goals at TrueMathFitness.com. So, um, looking at the uh, uh, B-Friend says, A to Z Sports does not believe in being fruitful and multiplying. No, I guess none of us have kids, do we? Well, no, I mean, at least I. when I say none of us, I mean Austin, Zach, and myself and... Maybe that's just because there's just, there's so many more A to Z people guys that I just don't know because like they're all over the place now. And I know that we have all, we have like a version of me in Dallas, which is crazy to me. Uh, Cause I'll see it on my timeline every once in a while. I'll be like, wait, who's that guy? Uh, Mauricio. He's really good. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of different A to Z dudes. Now the three of us, and I, I, I almost said like the main three, but that sounds super disrespectful to everybody else. But like, you know, the three of us who have been here the longest is probably how I should say it. Um, Zach, Austin, myself, I guess none of us have kids at this point. Anyway, uh, let's see. So um, looking at the uh, looking at the situation um, for the Titans pass catchers, right? You have no new wide receivers. You have NWI who was retained. You have four wide receivers under contract right now. You have NWI. You have Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips. Uh, you have Racy McMath. Um, and then you have NWI. Now, scale of one to ten, how what is your level of concern that they have not uh that they have not um signed a pass catcher? I mean, 
there seem like they, they seem like they have opportunities to do so given where the market is not like, it's not crazy, especially for the wide receivers. Now they may feel that they need to go even more cost effective than that. And they may not necessarily like what's out there. These are not, um, these are not game changing players. These are not high, high leverage players. And by the way, receivers don't necessarily, they're not dying to play in Tennessee, right? That's something that we have to talk about. And in fact, Robert, if you're making notes on segments for later in the week, the idea that wide receivers may not want to come here <laughs> like that. It's like David Long, right? David Long, who took a, a deal with the Dolphins that made everybody here look around and say, well, what the hell? Two years, 11 and a half million. The Titans couldn't find that. And that's it's a different situation because the Titans clearly weren't interested in getting in on the David Long market long term. But also it assumes that David Long took like the biggest financial offer out there. Probably not the case. David Long went to play for a competitor. Now the Dolphins would have leverage in that spot and look around and be like, Hey, you know, you've got your former head coach out here questioning your durability. It's going to hurt your market, but we'll do a short-term deal with you. We'll give you the opportunity to prove, prove uh, Mike Vrabel wrong and your soft, uh, uh, soft tissue injuries wrong and we'll go out there and you'll we'll try and win a Super Bowl right two years 11 and a half it'll be a perfect fit come hang out in Miami so David Long and I don't know that there were better financial offers out there but I know that probably wasn't the best financial offer that David Long got so David Long kind of you know did a risk assessment for lack of a better term in his representation and said okay do we want to go play for the most possible money and just go to a, a terrible team or a place that we don't feel like is right or do we want to take the lesser option the offer that doesn't look as good on paper, but does give me the best opportunity to succeed both because the defense, um, the defense will benefit from his presence there if he can stay on the field. And, you know, I think Miami is going to be looked at as a, maybe not a Super Bowl favorite because their division is a bit of a shit show right now. Um, but I think that, uh, I think that they will be looked at as one of the teams that will be considered one of the top competitors, contenders, in football this year with the, uh, the things that they've gone about acquiring. So I think that, uh, you know, I think that, um, to take all those things into consideration, big dog says eight, three and a half, not that concerned for Dion. Jeffrey says eight, Rob, Jeff Roberts at a 9.3. He's stressing about the lack of wide receiver or pass catcher, generally talent. Uh, Darius says 10 out of 10. He is not happy about the lack of pass catchers at this point. They don't have a lack of off ball linebackers though. That seems to be, uh, the position that they've fortified the most thus far offensive line as well. But, um, looking around at the pass catcher market, they still, I think they would still benefit from adding a veteran, um, and not settling for NWI in that role. Now, NWI, it's not like Nick isn't capable of doing that right? Like I think Nick could handle it. Well, I think we're probably not giving him as much credit as he deserves. He's been, uh, he's a veteran NFL wide receiver at this point. He's just not the most physically gifted or best, you know, best wide receiver in the world. I think that's okay. You don't have to be, you know, Julio Jones can be the most talented player in the world. And it really not matter to have Julio's veteran presence in there for the rest of wide receivers. You know, you just need better players. And if NWI can be the one who kind of oversees all of it as the as the elder statesman after I think heading into year five NWI is um you know I think that I think that can be an equitable solution but the talent has to come from somewhere right so they're signing off ball linebackers this was Rand Carthon talking specifically about the David Long replacement Aziz Alshair I think it's the guy you guys saw 
is totally different from the guy when it's time to go on the grass. You know, he's a maniac, you know, on the grass, but one of the most calming and even kill humble spirits that you'll meet, you know, off the field. Very thoughtful, very conscientious. Um, he's one that I'm, it's, I'm not going to be, be surprised if he logged the most community service hours of guys on the team. But what I love about Aziz is just the tenacity that he plays with. He's, you know, full tilt every single snap. And he's a guy that in this phase of his career, coming into year five, I believe, like he really wants to step into a leadership role. You know, he's kind of been in Fred's shadow and, and Dre's shadow in San Francisco. So he's really looking forward to him, really wants to embrace being a leader. You're giving NWI credit, uh, Aubrey says, because he went to Indiana, LOL. No, if anything, I think that's a mark against him because, you know, like my alma mater is, uh, there's a reason that every Indiana, everybody from Indiana is an Indiana basketball fan and a Notre Dame football fan because Indiana football is, uh, you know, a minor league program as far as that's concerned. But listen, to NWI's credit, he played Big Ten college football. He made it in the NFL as an undrafted rookie free agent, so Maybe there's a great deal that the uh, the the draft picks can learn from a guy like that who's obviously had to overcome adversity because he's been, you know, the butt of a lot of jokes and still found ways to make an NFL roster. So I do think that for as, as critical as a lot of people want to be of NWI the player, I do think that that may ignore the person um, that they feel like is capable of handling the role that we all keep stressing about the veteran wide receiver presence that the Titans need to have. In the room. Um, so, Hunter Boyd says, we don't have a QB3. No, I think more accurately, you don't have a QB2, because I don't think Malik Willis is that yet. But we will uh, we will see how things go. Um, I think, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up with this is a free site, the best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend. The question we're going to ask you is this. Yes or BS? Those are the two response options. Yes or BS? Sean Payton's comments on Jerry Judy Today, now, if you haven't seen the tweet, I'm going to put it up there for you. Yes or BS to this tweet, this statement from uh, court, from Sean Payton, Broncos court coach on Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Yes or BS, do you believe Sean Payton when he says, I see and read just like everyone else, but we're not trading those two players. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that primetime is made possible by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Get the dream address without the stress. Get the Intel edge you need to succeed with the best real estate agents out there. The Ashton Real Estate Group at GaryAshton.com. It'll help you sell your home without any showings or stagings, help you find your next home so you can sell your current one and capitalize on this red-hot Nashville real estate market. The team that your favorite teams trust. You can find them at GaryAshton.com. So yes or BS, Sean Payton being asked at the NFL owners meetings about two young wide receivers who may be interesting trade targets because uh, the Broncos obviously are without uh, a significant amount of draft capital. So Sean Payton was asked about the rumors of them possibly trading Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy and tells Tom Pelissero, I see and read just like everyone else, but we're not trading those two players. Now, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I asked Robert this question earlier and said, how often do you believe things that NFL coaches say? Because um, I do think, you know, there are some who are transparent. There are some who actively don't say anything, so they're not going to lie to you, but they're not going to tell you what's going on either, which I think is, uh, which I think Mike Vrabel fits into the category of, at least podium-wise, uh, press conference-wise, I think that's Mike where he's, he'll just not answer you to death. Um, and, you know, occasionally when you ask him good football questions, he'll give you good football answers. But 
you know, for the most part, Mark's just going to kind of schluff you off. Um, or do you believe them to be on a regular basis kind of BSing? Now this is BS season, right? So yes or BS. Troy Anderson says BS on that. William Jones agrees. Chris Frazier, Troy Davis all saying BS. I haven't seen a yes at this point. Do you take him, uh, do you take him Sean Payton at his word? But I do think, uh, I do think that the uh, the Titans um, at this point, or rather, excuse me, I do think that Sean Payton, you know, is more upfront. He is definitely available, and he definitely gives honest answers or forthright answers. Now, could things change between the time that Sean Payton's asked this question and hypothetically a, a trade for Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton goes down, and he says, "Well, the far the, the 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 factors changed, right? The factors changed from the time that I was asked that question to the time that we." did a, you know, a hypothetical deal that could happen. Um, but I do think Sean Payton is always, at least in all the, all the commentary I've seen from Sean Payton and the people who cover him, he does seem to be fairly forthright in those things. Now, you know, I think, I think coaches this time of year, especially coaches with that kind of power that Sean Payton has, um, you know, I think there's probably a degree of BS to it. I don't think anybody can say anything definitively. It's like Mike Vrabel saying that AJ Brown would you know, is not on the trade block as long as Mike Rabel's the head coach. And then what happened? AJ Brown got traded. So some of it can be unintentional. They can mean what they say and then it not happen because again, you know, things outside of their control. So that's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Thanks for hanging out with us here on this Sunday. Uh, should the Titans add Taylor Lewan for a year, says Mr. Jones. Well, um, no, I think Dillard kind of uh, removes them from the Taylor Lewan market. At this stage, uh, I don't think it kind of does. I think it does remove them from the Taylor Lawn market. I think any additional left tackles that you add would be at uh, a rookie contract as opposed to a more expensive veteran. So uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. As I said, thanks for hanging out. Radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, uh, not a ton of to talk about in local basketball, but we'll play more of the comments that we didn't get to hear from Rand Carthon on his uh, signings in free agency. We'll talk about this wide receiver situation and we'll have a great time doing it. Um, starts at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. So uh, I think that you, we will, uh, if we don't catch you there, we'll see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.